Welcome all of you, Riz Tekes and True Tickets to podcast live to Battlefield. And today, I have my guests back in studio, Joanna Vassalo. But today we're going to learn something new, something different from the expert, chakras, healing. And I have in front of me, I know this colorful book is going to be your best friend in future. It's called The Rainbow Tree in Me, a self-healing book for children. But is it for children? So, Joanna, welcome back to the secret location. And uh, let's go dig deep into this rainbow tree in me. And why would you say self-healing book for children? Thanks for having me, Mario. You're welcome. Um, self-healing book for children because the book is based on the seven main chakras of the body, which are energy centers mm. that are aligned with our spine. And we have many chakras in the body. Um, but they're smaller, uh, they're the main large chakras and they really, they, they turn clockwise, they control the energy going to all the organs in the body, they relate to different areas of life. Yes. And so I originally wanted to write this book for my son because he had a lot of emotional distress being a single child, not being with his father because we were divorced. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to help him emotionally. So being a healer, it was easy for me because I know the energy centers and energy really well. And so I literally wrote that book in a week. I got the name a couple of years before I wrote it. And then in a week, I just basically channeled all of the information into a book. And so there's seven stories in the book. Mm -hmm. And each story is related to each chakra, which is connected to your emotions, your mental side and your spiritual side and your physical body. So as you read the book, it takes you on a little journey of an experience. And it's not just for children. It's also for adults because it takes you back to your inner child. So an experience that you might have had as a child, maybe trying to make friends or feeling lonely or feeling sad. So, and it turns a story into a positive. So that that feeling turns into mm -hmm. a positive and there's an affirmation in there um, for each story and you can basically get your child to pick the book up um, and flick it open and choose which story they want and that is the actual chakra that needs a little bit of help. So when you read that story related to that chakra, it will assist the child in whatever they are feeling at that time. Before we start digging into this, I like to ask you a question separate from the chakras, right? And we are most of the time we're using two centers to make a decision in life about everything and anything, love, business, um, you know, how we feel, how we're going to act. And that is either our logic or our heart emotions. Yeah. But what's up with our intuition, Joanna? Mm. Why we don't tune into our intuition? And do you refer more intuition or we should follow our heart or our brain? The interesting thing is that children are very intuitive. Oh, really? Okay. And when you think about you've just come into this world, you've just come from a place where all it is is intuition, mm. all it is is energy, right? And you've just come into this world, so they're quite heightened when they're little. And as you get older, you become more conditioned 
more programmed and you kind of lose that intuitive side as you're growing up. Sometimes we can be more sensitive than other people and it can come back to you in, say, your later teens, in your adults. Um, And the more that you do work with yourself, the more that you pay attention to your own healing or your own self-development, the more your intuition grows. And so we become more sensitive and super sensitive. And so that's why I say that that book's even great for adults because it kind of helps you to understand what you may have experienced as a child and just brings that awareness and that intuition back. Um, I think it's important in nowadays to listen to your intuition over your practical thinking. Okay. And listen to that gut feel over anything else, whether it be your heart or your head. It's really important To kind of look at the signs and the messages that you're getting that are leading you to where you need to go. And it's one of the things that I teach is to really listen and notice things. Have an awareness around what you're being guided to do or what you're being led to do. Because when you do that, life becomes a lot easier. We don't make as many mistakes. And we understand that there's an inner knowing that we need to follow, you know, just to take us to the next destination or make the right decisions. So I love this book because it's it's for everybody. Okay, let's go dig into this book. Because I think that we, as as adults, we're forgetting that once upon a time we were children. Yes. And, you know, as a kid, I said for myself, I said, I can't wait to grow up. eh? Mm. I can't wait to, you know, many things. And then like, ah... It's so good to be a kid, you know. Well, you're here, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want to go back. (laughs) So let's go start with the first chapter, which is called The Red Rainbow Color in Me. Yes. And you make it here, the beautiful statement of, of passage. To keep my rainbow color red, happy, and healthy, I must say and believe. I'm strong and I trust all is well. Yes. Mike is yours. Yeah. So the base chakra, which is the red chakra, down in the lowest part of your spine, is very related to um, the physical world, right? It's very related to feeling safe, feeling grounded, trusting that your feelings that you are safe. Um, and that particular colour and that energy there develops between the age of one and seven. So between the ages of one and seven, you're developing and realising that, oh, I'm an actual person and I live in this world and there's all these things that exist and you're acknowledging that you're male or female, you know, as you're growing up between the ages of one to seven. Mm -hmm. So when you're developing that chakra, it's important that you did feel safe, that you did feel grounded and strong. And so a lot of children between those ages can feel a little insecure, feeling a little bit unloved or not knowing whether, you know, mum and dad are coming back to pick me up or all that sort of stuff, right? Yes, yes. So so that story there, when I was writing it, um, 
And I don't know if you believe in angels, but I had an angel that was giving me all the information. And all, all the information that came through was kind of like a system. And the system was that I needed to include particular things in the story. And so it had to relate to children, but it also has a lot of elements in there. And mm-hmm. I mean like you know, the elements like water yes. and air and sound and all that sort of stuff. So there was a lot of stuff that went into the stories that created a really powerful energy when it's being read to the child or when you're reading it for yourself. And just through reading that story, they get to recognise that everything's going to be okay. You know, as you speak and you're sharing your wisdom with our audience, I'm 51 years old man, and I must say that talking to Joanna right now and about her book, somehow going to my childhood back. I don't know that's intentional, it's happening, or, you know, subconsciously. It does. But I'm glad it does because now I see the red colors as a kid. Very little I had the red colors, yeah. which is, you know, obviously there's a reason why not. Let's go more now. The orange rainbow color in me. To keep my rainbow color orange, happy and healthy, I must say and believe I am creative and fun. Orange color. Okay. Tell us more about orange color, creative and fun. So the orange chakra is the sacral chakra, which is just below the belly button in the reproductive area. That area is connected to creativity and sexuality. Okay. How you feel as a person sexually and then also your creative side. So maybe if you're not using your creativity, you feel a little bit stumped or lost or maybe you're not, you know, you're not really expressing yourself enough. So sometimes we need to be creative yes. to feel good about ourselves, right? To feel that sensual, sexual energy as well. It's all connected. Creativity is connected to that energy. So as a child, again, from the ages of 7 to 14, you're developing that, right? You're going through puberty. You're also learning about what you're good at. You're learning about am I musical, am I artistic, Interesting. That's that is true. Like I think that's a decision making in the life, sort of that age towards fourteen. What I'm going to do in the future? See, I didn't know this. I like that's that is a very very interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the book and the background. You can see that cover page from the Rainbow Tree. Me, you can get on uh, Amazon as well. So like, there's the link. I'm gonna put in comment section below, and we're gonna move now on a third color, which is, oh my God. The yellow rainbow color in me. And passage says, to keep my rainbow color yellow, happy and healthy, I must say and believe, I am now happy and in control of my feelings. Isn't that, okay, this is the feelings connected to, okay, I'll leave this to you. So yeah. I'm now happy and in control of my feelings, yellow chakra. Yeah, so the yellow chakra is the solar plexus chakra, which is in the upper tummy area. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Below the ribs, just yeah. below the ribs. And so this is the personal power area. 
Okay. This is the area of being in control of emotion and also being in your power. So when I say being in your power, it's about not giving your power away. Yes. If you have a real need or a want mm. but you sacrifice that for somebody else or for something else, then that means you're giving your power away. Okay. You're not standing up for yourself and you're not saying, this is what I would like. Yeah. So this area here from the ages of 14 up develops. Mm -hmm. This is about, this is where you see, you know, teenagers, late teens, wanting to be in control of their life, wanting to be an adult, you know, searching for what they're good at, all that sort of thing. And also not being led, you know, by other people. Yes, yes. um, You know, really learning how to be themselves and be their whole. Yes original self, you know, not uh, trying to be somebody else or following somebody else. Somebody else, yeah. So this whole area here is about um, when I say being in control of emotions, it's not, you know, not allowing fear to get in the way because that is the area that's very common that controls anxiety. So anxiety can sit in this area in the upper tummy or in the heart space. So with anxiety, it's important that we understand that we are in control of our emotions and that generally it comes from a place of fear. Anything that we fear can really trigger anxiety. We have a fear of the future or a fear of something that's going to happen that they think is going to happen um, or not knowing something, you know, that can trigger a lot of anxiety. So this area here is all about being in control and not in control of anyone else but in control of yourself and having that personal power and developing that and having confidence and growth from that area. Can I ask you, I mean, I'm going to ask always personal questions so you guys don't need to ask. If I believe that uh, fear in me, it's immense it's always present and creates anxiety and even it's not my reality can i come to you and you can teach me how to overcome that anxiety and fear yeah absolutely i I work with a lot of children yeah Yeah, okay um and a lot of children that have got anxiety um and maybe have some developmental um you know issues as well so it is um, about one of the one of the biggest things I find, especially with children, but even with adults, is it's important to have some sort of faith or trust. Okay. And yeah. and, and feel safe. Feel safe. Have a have a person or a space or a place where you feel safe and you feel that there is no fear. Right. Nothing can get to you. Nothing's going to happen to you. Um, and then it's also about you know. Again, children or adults not knowing what's going to happen, the fear of not knowing something. But if you have trust, then you know that it doesn't really matter. Things are going to be okay. See, this is is beautifully you said, and I need to draw the parallel with this because the, the fear, it's truly not real. The danger, physical danger, it is something... We can't avoid, and mm. I, I remember 
in the days when I was in, in the military, particularly in war, we had the great instructors from foreign countries and they told us, stop imagining things are happening because they're not real. Danger, physical danger is something different, but your fear actually passing, it's a contagious. And your fear creates anxiety amongst everybody. Then even the bravest guys, you know, they're like, mm, should we do this or should we not? So thank you, Jonah. Guys, I'm going to put in comment section below Jonah details. So feel free to contact her, you know, Work on your fear and anxiety to join, and uh, you're going to be glad you did. And now next color, it will be after the yellow. Oh, I like this one. <laughs> the green rainbow color in me. To keep my rainbow color green, happy and healthy, I must say and believe. I am love, and I give and receive love. Oh, this is like a... Okay, so I was I was just was like, is this about love? <laughs> it's like a heart. Yeah, you say heart. So the green chakras is the heart. It's a heart. Yes. Okay, why would the heart be? Why is it, see this? time I say why the heart is not red and so the okay, color. So. The color green is heart energy, but green also represents healing. And if we're going to heal, we need to heal from the heart. Oh, okay. Anything that we want to heal comes from loving ourselves and healing from the heart, right? It's really important. And with this particular story, so if you don't already know, soul seed is a little seed and he wants to grow into a rainbow tree. And as he works through each journey, each story, each chakra, he develops another colour because he's learned his little lesson through his story and his journey and so he's developing each color as he goes and so with the heart one it's all about you know learning to love yourself mm -hmm. really important if you don't love yourself how can somebody else love you unconditionally you need to love yourself unconditionally first and also being able to express love receive it and express it so i i just noticed it now on a on a green color only, that you have the angel wings on this image, not other ones. Why, why is that? The angels are in all the stories. You just got to find them. <laughs> you know what? You know the first thing. You know, you know, for the moment when I saw these kids, you know, playing dollars happy with the red cheeks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it looks like to me. You know, that's when you have the two images and compare what's missing, what is extra. Yeah. And I think myself like, this one green has the wings, and so like. Yeah. Let me check the yellow. It's like you notice uh, them more. I said there must be somewhere. Okay, it must be somewhere. But it's like okay, something's missing. But the same. So there'll be a fairy, an elf, and and an angel in. Every ah, story. okay. See how tricky you are. Actually, it's not that. It's not just a week when I read, but uh, your 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 illustration. It's it's fantastic, and the yes. hearts. I see the hearts. You know what I mean? And the hearts are falling to the apple and everything else. Yes. How so did you come with that a idea? A friend of mine, yeah. Bruni, is a spiritual artist. Okay. And she read my story and created all of the pictures for my for my book. So Clever. and I wanted some of the little images to be a little discreet for the kids to have fun to find as they're being read the story or they're reading the story themselves to find those images in that picture. So yeah. I mean, you depicted the fairy tale very, very beautiful. Like in, I remember as cartoons as a kid. Yeah, that's always looked like you know, like with the wings, look always like you know, always cheerful. Yeah. So let's go move now on a chakra. 
What is the, the what, blue? The blue. What's the number? Is the number or is it just the colors? No. So we're okay. at the throat area now. To keep my rainbow color blue happy, unhealthy, I must say and believe. Interesting. I'm my voice and use my words with love. This is, I like it, this one. I'm my voice and I use my words with love. And that's a blue chakra. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the throat is all about communication, speaking your truth. Yeah. Um, and just expression. And it's important that we consciously are aware of how we speak. What tone are we using? Are we using nice words, loving words? If we've got something to say, do we say it in a loving way? You know, and I think this story here is teaching not only children but us as adults to look at how we actually express ourselves. And going back to when we were younger, you know, what we observed in our household, how people spoke to us, is how we actually learn to speak. So I think this is a really good lesson for the parents as well to understand that's really important to speak to your children in a a particular way as well as everybody else that's in your life. So you can have constructive, you know, discussions with children and adults in a really loving way Mm -hmm. even if it's about negative things or things that aren't good. So this is what this story is about. And this is also about expressing yourself in a way where you feel good. So in this story, he wants to learn how to sing. Okay. And we have the fairy tale and we have the angels here. I do have the question. You mentioned this before and for the our viewers and listeners who are on a path to embrace spirituality and learn new things. So guys, feel free to contact John Basalo. In the comment section below are the her details to learn more, to heal, to be healed, and you know to recognize the true potential inside of you through spirituality. Joanna is here for you. But Joanna, I've seen that through the chakras now in the blue one, we have the few names of archangels. In this one's Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, who are the archangels and how they're important they are in spirituality? on the world you're doing, or maybe for us, because you mentioned now, I think it was Uriel before, and uh, now there's a, there's a lot of angels in yeah. the book. So what's, what's the angels, uh, you know I mean? Like, you know, we imagine them with the wings or whatever, or something, but can you tell us, mm-hmm. what is the purpose, you know I mean, in the messaging to you, like obviously they speak to you, and mm. they're passing your message, something like this. So like, what's the connection? The connection for me was that I experienced um, a, a miracle, and that miracle was with an angel. Okay. Actually saved my life. And when that happened, um, I was very drawn to learning about angels. And then once you kind of have this intuitive pull to something, it all starts to come to you anyway. Mm-hmm. And so when I started healing, um, the angels would come in and, and, and assist me with what I was doing. So different angels come in for different reasons. When I wrote this book, Archangel Gabriel was the one that helped me with writing the book. Um, But Archangel Michael was the one who actually healed me from pneumonia. Wow. May I... Okay, this this is relating to your personal experience. So 
Tell me the miracles. So as a child, I used to get a lot of bronchitis and pneumonia, a lot of okay. lung issues when I was growing up. Um, but about, it would have been nearly mm, about 18 years ago, I had a really bad pneumonia. And my doctor said to me, I'm not putting you in the hospital because at that point there was a lot of golden staff. Oh, okay, okay. And she said to me, I'm going to come and visit you every day and I'm going to give you penicillin every day to get you through this because I, I don't believe that you're going to be better off in hospital. Yeah. And I was so sick, like I was just so sick. I couldn't even lie on my back. My back was so sore, my lungs were sore and I wasn't getting any better. She'd come and give me an injection every morning. And at that point, my son was around four years old, five years old. His name is Josh, right? Joshua. Oh, Joshua. <laughs> and um, my mother was coming and looking after Josh, bringing him home from daycare and what have you while I was trying to rest and recuperate. And one particular night, I just, I was just crying. I just had tears coming down my face and I was lying on my tummy and I just said, God, can you just help me? Just help me. And I just, the pain was excruciating. And I remember I was just like sort of just wanting to go to sleep in that stage where you're tired, you're exhausted, but you're not actually going to sleep. And the room lit up so bright. And I was looking and I was, it was blinding. Like it was just absolutely blinding. And I could see this big figure, huge, like head would have been like to the ceiling of my house. Wow. And massive big wings and I saw tiny little cherubs, like little angels just floating around. And I thought, am I dead? Did I just die? Like I was questioning this yeah. and I was like, what's just happened to me? And then all of a sudden I felt this, like, uh, a force go into my back and I could literally feel all of my illness getting sucked out of my body and it was going, it was like a vacuum cleaner, just pulling it out. And I fell into a really deep sleep and I woke up in the morning. I had no fever. I was not sick. And I was back to normal. Two things. When people listen to this story, 99.9% of people are going to say, me and you, we're crazy. Yeah, I know. I don't tell it very often. Then 100% of the people who experience any um, medical hardship will say, I need a miracle. And this is the, what I try to say. This is my predicament. If we believe more into miracles and more into the healing, the world will be a different place. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that traditionally we've all been taught going uh, in a kitchen cupboard, you know what I mean, open all the, all the medicines is there, right? But when you open, every kitchen has this cupboard. I, I, I guarantee you that 90% of the homes, they have this thing. But I truly believe that there is an answer in every and each of us if we're looking for the healing. Yes. I can't compare this story I'm going to tell you right now with your one, 
But I remember as a kid in 70s when I was growing up in ex-Yugoslavia, communist country, beautiful things was happening to the kids because during the summer, kids with uh, lung problems, and there was a lot of lung problems in the 70s, trust me, was, you know, it doesn't matter, Yugoslavia was more spending money on a weapon than on a primary protection. Yes. So what the government do, put all these kids on a bus and send them into this, on a coast where all these pine trees and everything, Chester fairy tales. So kids were doing nothing except spending time on a fresh air. And then you start questioning, it's like, if these kids need to stay on a fresh air entire summer and be healed, there's something happening there, right? But we are more looking to the kitchen cupboard or the doctor. So I truly believe that miracles happen and I can draw the parallel there and I can say, my son, regardless of everything, had a brain surgery and the doctor said, we can't guarantee he's gonna be cured from epilepsy. This is now up to him and his miracles need to happen. Chances are 50-50 and me and his mother were like, so we just go now to the 18 hour surgery to tell, you know, we knew it, you know what I mean? To tell us, we, we don't know what's gonna happen. It's gonna, and something happened. So miracles do happen. If you're looking deep inside yourself, I contacted Joanna Vassalo who is talking today with me. Now, oh, this name, the indigo rainbow color in me. To keep my rainbow color indigo happy and healthy, I must say and believe I'm smart and wise. That was that was a, that was the dramatic intro. <laughs> <laughs> Did you try to say I'm not smart and wise? Or you're like because this one's an interesting one, right? Yeah, so, so it's indigo color. So blue, it's indigo. Indigo is here in the third eye, just between the eyebrows. Okay. And um, that particular area there is all about how you see things. Yeah. How you see yourself, how you see the future. Um, it's about vision, your vision. Okay, talk to me about this one. Yeah. So, I mean... When you're highly intuitive or spiritual, that's when they talk about the third eye, they talk about, you know, seeing things, which I have all of the um, all of the sensitivities, if you want to call them that. So, you know, I hear things, I see things, but I don't see things physically with my yeah, like like you see me, like oh, yeah, you, you can. It's yeah. like it's inside my head, and yeah. I, I, it's almost like I've got another eye inside my head, and I can yeah. see like a movie screen in there. It's, it's, it's just, just you know, yeah, yeah. So, so that's for me, and then, and then, very occasionally, I will see something outside, but it's coming from in here. It's not my physical eyes, um, and so, and then there's that knowing and that feeling, the feelings that you get that you just can't shake it and you just know deep down it's in your blood. You just know something and you're so certain about it. That's your intuition as well. But your third eye is all about the vision and it's about the vision of, you know, who you are, how you see yourself, how you see the future um, and, you know, what you want to manifest from that. See, that's what I ask you because, again, come back to the a lot of gurus and everybody else talk about uh, law of attraction, uh, you know, uh, law of the reciprocity, uh, law of, you know, mm. uh, you know. Um, 
we can actually see it ourselves if we wanted to see ourselves in a way we desire. Mm. So why we are continuously refusing to see ourselves instead of this hammering, and I was one of them, and I always say in my podcasts, I'm going to use myself for example, nobody else. I was the one who blamed even you before I met you 10, 15 years ago. Everybody was fault for me, and I saw only darkness in my mind. Even my desire was to be happy, you know, be loved and being successful in my way. But why we choose then to see everything negative? Why do we don't listen to people like yourself that we can see ourselves in a way our heart truly desire? Why, Joanna? Mm. If you can explain this to me, that phenomena. My saying is everything starts with you and ends with you. Okay. When you see things that are negative outside of yourself, there's something within you you need to look at. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we get triggered. It might be an experience we had as a child that maybe subconsciously we've we've hidden. And I still experience things, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm a human being. I still experience things. I get triggered and I have to go and have a look at it and go, why did that just happen? Why did I get triggered? Why did I see the negative in something or a situation? And I believe that it comes from something that you've already experienced or told yourself or that you've been conditioned with. And it's important that we have the awareness around that. And that's why it's important to love yourself unconditionally. When you say, I mean, this is a topic, you need to come back again. When you say, you know, unconditionally, and I'm glad that our conversation, you know, just going in directions from chakras to directions of exploring around the chakras meanings, you know what I mean? So yes. we talk about now about indigo one, about third eye, yes. but you say that the vision, the visions and self-love. Yes. Can you define and say, what, what does it mean that that self-love? Does that mean um, I, I was listening many, many, many times and still I'm listening, but not a chapter. Louise, hey, she says, go in the morning in the mirror and just say, I love, I love you, Mario. Yes. You're beautiful. And I come to my mirror and say, oh, God, I can't, like, <laughs> I can't say that. I mean, like, where's my six-pack? So, like, you see, that's the... Trust, like, what is the self-love? I think it's taken me many years to really love who I am and mm. that is because when I say I've done the work, it's because I've looked at myself and bettered myself through the years. I just want to be a better person and when you know that you are a good person, when you know that you have that beautiful light within you, you do love yourself because how can you not? You're a part of the creator. We're all one. If you're not loving yourself, then you're also rejecting that. You're rejecting the creator's light. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. It's important that we see ourselves as that as well and that, you know, our souls and the energy that we are are connected to the stars and, and the creator and... I feel like if we're rejecting a part of ourselves, we're, we're rejecting a part of that. Yeah. And and it's important to 
you know, over the years through all of your lessons and everything and the mistakes that you may have made, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. You're a human being and humans make mistakes. So I think it's important that we just want to be better people and we continue to learn and grow while we're on this journey to be better people. That is what life is about. Okay. Be the best version of yourself. And when you become that, you do love yourself. That is very interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful and thankful that we're talking to today about those things. Today I opened my, um, um, it's Louise Hay again, you know, 365 days, the quotes for every day. And today it says, um, I, I need, I'm going to relax myself and peaceful my mind and everything else. And I really, I'm really feeling very peaceful talking to you now. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that people, you know, when you come from my, from my experience, you know, I mean, and I always say, I'm not proud of what I did, but, you know, I'm glad that I grow up here. Because it's easy to destroy, it's easy to take it, and I was the one that guy who believed that everything can be solved with the weapons and the brute force. Yes. And eventually, life comes back to the full circle, and you know, experience those things. That's my dear listeners and viewers, and all of you supporters of this podcast, Life the Battlefield. The stories from victim to victor. John Vasallo, she chose this. She could choose a nice cushy corporate job and stay, you know, that, that environment. Instead of this, she chose to help the people. We come this little bit later. Now, this color, I was confused between these colors. The violet rainbow color me, I was confused. Pink, violet, you know, rose and everything else. So like yeah. <laughs> violet. To keep my rainbow color violet happy and healthy, I must say and believe I'm peace and feel peaceful. Yes. Okay. So if this is the third, this is violets the crown. Oh, okay. Okay. The crown is the connection to above. It is the connection to your soul, your higher self, yeah. and the Creator. And that is what we need to practice. How do we practice every single day is having an awareness around connection. Mm. there's a greater force, a greater energy out there that brought us here, that created this planet, created us. And I guess for me, through all of the miracles that I have experienced, I feel like this was this is definitely my journey to be able to help people. And also I feel like it's like me saying thank you for everything that has happened to me and for me Mm. um, to be able to help other people is because I was helped, you know. And so when it comes to the commitment, like I've spoken to you before about lifestyle, it being a lifestyle, the commitment to just wanting to be a better person, to continue growing as a person, to learn from your lessons um, and, and just be loving, you know, mm-hmm. be a loving person, a kind person. And even if somebody's angry with you, yes, how you react, you know, to that person is everything. It's like you can just take a moment and reflect and go, okay, well, that person's having a really bad day and you're not taking it personally. Can I ask you for the, on everybody's behalf, not just me, right? I think you perfected that, that thing. 
in a moment he felt the urge of anger, bad thoughts, um, you know, that feeling when you want to punch somebody, which, trust me, Joanna, like I had uh, experiences in my life and, you know, my boss has always told me, where was your mind that moment? I said, like, you know what? Some general, whatever it is. I said, when we talk to this person, I have a parallel vision, like a matrix, you know, you and I talking, but there was this parallel matrix. I'm jumping over the table and just punching this guy. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. and then like, like in the movies and you come back in the same positions, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, oh, really? I said, so, Joanna, when we come in a, put, in a moment when we are angry, when we want to... You know, people say, like, want to punch somebody or you want to strangle somebody or you want to say very negative things or wish negative things. Mm. What will be your tip not to happen this? Oh, pause. Pause, take a moment, take a breath and just look at it from a different perspective because, again, it it always starts with you and ends Mm -hmm. with you. So there's something within you that you need to look at. If you're really angry, you get triggered really easily, there's something that you need to heal. There's something you need to let go of. And healing can be such a scary word for a lot of people. And, again, it doesn't mean that you're <laughs> there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean that. Yeah. It means that whatever we've experienced in the past that we haven't let go of, You know, we need to heal from it. We need to let it go. We need to learn from that experience, have a different perspective. When we change our perspective, it changes everything. That's when the healing starts. Can you come back to this one again? When you change? When you change your perspective on things, you have a different opinion or reflection of something or someone or something that's happened it actually gets you to see a different side of it. And so a lot of people, when we go through experiences, we yeah. take things very personally. That is very true. And it's important for us not to. Yeah. You know, if somebody, like I said, if somebody's just having a really bad day and they're taking it out on you and you know that you haven't done anything wrong, you haven't instigated anything, you know, it's like you don't take that personal you don't go and reflect that back and get angry back. It's like I'm going to send you some love and light because you're having a really bad day. And I, <laughs> That's so interesting. And, and, I, and I, I really, my heart goes out to you. Look, I can say from my personal experience that sometimes if I just take a deep breath that things will be different instead of using the brute force. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the times in life when you realize that hurting other people doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to feel better. Well, there's a difference between responding and reacting. Yes. Responding, you get to pause and think about how you're going to go about it. Yeah. And when you react, it comes from that fight or flight, that base area, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, where you just go, and just blurt back the reflection mm. of what you're getting, what you're receiving. So there's a big difference between yes. responding and reacting. So obviously you don't meeting only nice people like me always in your life because I'm a very nice person. <laughs> I'm a very nice, nice person. <laughs> and, you know, you, obviously when you start working with somebody, they come with a – because nobody comes to you like – 
you know, with a shining, bright light, you know what I mean? Like, like an age, it's like, look, I'm so, everything's perfect in my life. And you say, oh, we come to you with a, with a burden, with a luggage of negativity, problems, all these issues. Who is looking after Joan Vassalo to rid of all this negativity? Myself and I have like a team of people. Okay, okay. You know, like I have my massage therapist, I have mm. my naturopath, I have my I have my team and I think everybody should have a team, you know, whatever that is, you know, and whatever treatments you like to have done. I like mm. to nourish myself. I also know my capacity and when I need to have time off or time out mm-hmm. and just be with myself or go away. Um and replenish. Does any moment in your life, any any time in your life, moment, when somebody comes to you and you say like, oh, I can't talk to that person. This is this is I can feel it. It's gonna be negative. It's gonna be bad for you. I mean, There's no personal talk, but that's like you know, I mean, like person people who's gonna come to you just to uh, ridicule you, bully you, and you know, be negative, be just you just you think yourself. I feel no. No, I never say no. Okay. The only time I have was in the beginning of my healing journey okay. and I had somebody who had uh, a lot of entities okay. um, that were demonic mm-hmm. and so I sent them somewhere else but mm-hmm. I monitored them for six months and I basically counselled them every week for six months to make sure they were okay and that they got through the other end of their experience. Um but if they were to come to me now, I would I would definitely help them because I've got the experience and okay, strength like a, yeah, now. Yeah, yes. Back then I knew that I couldn't handle that situation and I said no, but I gave them somebody else to go to um, that specialised in, um, you know, Demons and Demons, all yes, that yeah, yes. sort of stuff. Look, I, it's like I, I don't even I don't even the the one the podcast episode called the Satanism. Uh, I want you guys to check this on my on my channel. So like you're gonna understand that why is reality in Croatia Satanism is normal, right? We're born with all these black magic things and everything else. Yes. Like like literally yes. you know, we have the ladies in the street and everybody knew her that she was doing something mm. and all the mothers will say, Don't go to her, but mothers will go to that lady and you know do some things. Uh, even my own mother. And I'm like, Well, you told me not to go to that witch. Yes. And uh, the lady will say, like, you know, she's sitting on a corner. Like, the old ladies, I never forget. And she says, like, you know, demons inside of you, like, and it's going to stay forever. Like, it was like, oh. <laughs> but that, that's reality. And that's like, yes. I understand. I'm, I'm hoping that people going to understand. Ladies and gentlemen, the rainbow train me, a self-healing book for children, but don't be fooled. It's for adults. It's written in a way that five years old can understand. And... I believe there's a lot of people like myself. I always say to people, treat me as a five years old. Don't complicate with wording and, you know, the sentencing and definitions. Tell me as a five years old, what do you mean? And you know what? As I was passing, glancing over, it's like, it's a beautiful sight. So ladies and gentlemen, the rainbow tree in me, I'm going to put a link below, Amazon, uh, Booktopia. There's uh, many, many links. I'm going to put... Take this for your kids, for yourself. And after all, the illustration, it's amazing. And on the back of the page, it's something I I just noticed at the beginning, but I want to show now at the end. It's a big angel hugging the the earth, or it's a hugging the person, or it's ever ever protected earth. The yeah? earth contains all the chakras as well. Okay. And so that soul seed at the beginning, yeah. when he was just being nurtured on his journey and taken through each step to... Uh, 
gain his rainbow colours. So, ladies and gentlemen, and illustrated by the Bruni Gwenta Gwenta Tsapilis. I'm mm -hmm. hoping I didn't I didn't offend somebody. I didn't pronounce properly. Yeah. So Bruni, she uh, he or she did it. Um, she she Bruni, she did it. This so, guys, Jonah, thank you very yes. much for being my guest today. You're welcome.